0: Ezekiel Chapter 15 Verse 1 And there is a word of Jehovah unto me, saying, 2 Son of man, what is the vine tree more than any tree, the vine branch that hath been among trees of the forest? In the New Testament and in the Old, Israel is referred to as a vine. In the New Testament, Christ says that he is the branch, meaning the strongest part of the vine, and we are the branches, so we extend from him. And we are lesser than him. The gifts that we have and the character of Christ that we have comes directly from him. In the New Testament he said that if we don't bear fruit, then he will cut us off and throw us into the fire. That is another one of the many hundreds of Bible verses that show us that we can lose our salvation. If we call ourselves Christians, but we produce no Christian fruit, meaning we don't love others, we aren't long-suffering, we aren't forgiving, we don't operate in self-control, then he will chop us out of his family and we will be destroyed on Judgment Day. Fruit is important because it proves that you really are in the family of God. In the Old Testament, the same thing is true. In this parable, or metaphor that the Lord is sharing with Ezekiel and the people. He's again saying, yes, you are the vine, but if you don't produce fruit you are going to be worthless. So he says, compare yourselves to the trees of the forest. The wood or the branch of a grape vine is totally worthless unless it has grapes. The wood itself you can't do anything with. It. The trees of the forest can be used for all kinds of different products that will last and be high quality, but you can't use a vine branch to create much of anything except maybe a basket. The Lord is explaining to them, you were born Israelites, but if you don't produce fruit, I'm going to cut you off, because I have no use for you if you don't produce fruit. The very first and most important thing that we will ever do for our spiritual salvation is to repent of our sins. And then, once we've done that, the life of Christ comes into us and then he produces spiritual fruit in our lives. We develop his character traits, number one, which include self-control, love for others, long-suffering, patience, kindness, and all of those other qualities that Christ has. And then, because of those qualities, we can share the gospel with others and minister to others in various ways. That is how we produce spiritual fruit. Christians who have no fruit really aren't Christians at all. They're just people who've labeled themselves as being in the family of God, but they don't really know God. They don't follow his son. And the Lord is telling the Israelites the same thing in this chapter. If you don't have fruit, you aren't really my children. Your label as Israelites is false and void. 3. Is wood taken from it to use for work? Do they take of it a pin to hang any vessel on it? The Lord says, You can't even use the wood of a vine to make a tool, and you can't even use it to make a nail to hang something on. The wood is so weak by itself. The Lord is saying, Anyone in my family is weak on their own. You only have spiritual strength because of me. You can't generate it in and of yourselves. In our weakness, He is strong, just like Jesus said because his life comes into us, and he produces all of this fruit. But we in ourselves are extremely weak. There is no spiritual value in our lives if we don't have the light of Jesus in us. This is similar to the parable in the New Testament where Jesus said, if salt loses its flavor, or its saltiness, then it's just trash and you might as well throw it out. Because the only thing that makes salt useful is its flavor. And Christians who don't obey the Lord and who live like secular people have lost all of their flavor, spiritually. They don't increase his kingdom, and they themselves won't even be saved. For Lo, to the fire it hath been given for fuel, its two ends hath the fire eaten, and its midst hath been scorched. Is it profitable for work? The Lord says the only thing you can do with vine wood is burn it. This is a scary metaphor for you and I, because it means that if there is no fruit being produced in our lives spiritually, we are only fit for eternal fire. And that is what is going to happen to a lot of apostate Christians and backslidden Christians on Judgment Day. They won't receive an inheritance in the family of God. 5. Lo, in its being perfect, it is not used for work. How much less, when fire hath eaten of it, and it is scorched, hath it been used, yet for work. The Lord says, even when the vine is in perfect condition, you can't use it for anything, it's too weak. How much more weak would it be, if it were burned? 6. Therefore, thus said the Lord Jehovah, As the vine tree among trees of the forest, that I have given to the fire for fuel, so I have given the inhabitants of Jerusalem. The Lord says, Those in the city of Jerusalem are not fit to be in my family, I am going to destroy them, just as I am going to destroy people on Judgment Day and they will go into eternal fire. 7 And I have set my face against them, from the fire they have gone forth, and the fire doth consume them. And ye have known that I am Jehovah, in my setting my face against them. On Judgment Day, the whole universe is going to acknowledge that God is God, and the whole universe is going to see many people go into eternal fire because they wouldn't repent of their sins and put their faith in Jesus. And the Lord says that when he destroys Jerusalem, the same thing will happen Anyone who's left over will truly know and feel with trembling that God is God. He's not another idol. He is our Creator, and He has all power. 8. And I have made the land a desolation because they have committed a trespass, an affirmation of the Lord Jehovah. They made the land a trespass with their sin. The very land that they live on is cursed. And that is why he destroyed the city of Jerusalem. When Jesus comes during the millennial reign, Jerusalem will remain his eternal city. But in the past he destroyed it a couple of times because of the sins of the Israelites. But he never destroyed it completely and he never destroyed all the people. He always left a remnant in preparation for the end of days when the Lord returns and sets up his millennial kingdom. Now, a lot of people say that if we try to obey the commandments of the Lord, it's works salvation, and that is a false doctrine. The Bible makes it perfectly clear that obeying the commandments of God are required for salvation, and that works salvation is practicing ordinances in the Bible. The definition of works salvation is obeying ordinances, which is jumping through the hoops that the Church gives us, such as baptism, confirmation, communion, the Eucharist, volunteering to serve in the Church, showing up for church every Sunday, giving tithe, all of these things are ordinances, and those things are works salvation, not obeying the commandments of the Lord. Jesus said he came not to abolish the law, but to fulfill it, And Jesus Christ in us causes us to fulfill the law, because his Spirit in us gives us the desire to obey the commandments of God. The law will never be abolished. But the ordinances are what we don't have to practice anymore. All of the ordinances that the Jews practiced in the Old Testament were all foreshadowings of the Christ to come, and they were given to the Jews to teach the Jews about the Messiah who was coming. But he's come, and now we have to obey him and give him our lives. And that concludes Ezekiel chapter 15.